to another thrilling and bombastic episode of West of Nowhere. I am Levi. And I'm Shane. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> can, can we just go back for a second? Bombastic? What are we like? Are you trying to like word of the month us every time we start now? I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I was actually thinking about doing more like a Pee Wee Herman thing. Uh, and then I would say, like, like touching adjective- yourself in a movie theater. Or? No, 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 no. The other oh, stuff that okay. he did. Uh, oh, okay. okay. Use an adjective to describe our show, and then secretly, randomly, say it later in the show, and then just freak out. Who said the secret word? <laughs> <laughs> I think that would uh, give some life to the show. You know, I think uh, I think that might be the spark we need. Who knows? When in doubt, follow the Pee Wee Herman formula. Yeah. And don't masturbate in movie theaters. Or, well, it was a triple X theater. Let's give him some credit. It's not like he was, like, watching Shrek. And, I mean, who who didn't masturbate a little bit watching Shrek, you know? But Right. <laughs> Shrek's love. <laughs> um, who are our Patreons, good sir? Yeah. We got Keanu Reeves, Adam Pacino, Tony Burgess. Miles Glenn, Sam Norton, None Your Business, Colby Squared, Jade Marsh, Natalie Tacarante, Mark Stadler, and then we've Uncle Steve is gone, so is Alec Ricks, and then yeah, we're dwindling. Uh, Colton. Oh yeah, fuck, I forgot about yeah. Well, he's still not on the list. So like yeah. I, I feel like actively think that yeah, <laughs> so, it takes effort. Colton, fucking. Copy machine noise. There we oh, go. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, Kylie, we're still waiting on you to come back. We love you. Come back to us, please. <laughs> we're, not, <laughs> we're not desperate, but come back. We need, we need everybody. We need, everybody. <laughs> we need uh, everyone. <laughs> fucking all hands on deck, dude. Um, yeah, if you want to be one of those beautiful people that we thank every week, you can go to our link tree, and that'll give you a access to all the things for the patreon and then you can find everywhere that this podcast is too so make sure you do that um what's new with you anything anything cool um emmett got his red stripe in taekwondo oh hell yeah he's fucking everybody up i don't even i don't even know what that means to be fair is it just a stripe or is it a whole belt so no, it's just a stripe. Like, and I have the picture saved because I was like, I figured you'd be like, well, how many stripes are there? And this is this is his like, <laughs> this is his like fifth stripe. Okay. So yellow, blue, orange, blue, and then he got red recently. So is he about to like jump belt colors then? Like, I'm that- not sure. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't think. So he his his grandmother takes him to his all of his, his lessons or whatever, and she's always sending me videos. But he doesn't obviously understand what's going on yeah. exactly he's as far as like when it, people up. He's just like, yeah, like I'm here to I'm here to do ninja moves. I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum. And he's like, I'm a real life. <laughs> I'm a real life Power Ranger. Yeah, he's just like <laughs> Levi. Yeah, yeah. Levi Weston. <laughs> <laughs> 
for those of you who are unaware, is it the current season or the current-ish season of Power Rangers that he's on? It's or the last one. But it, it's all it is is uh, it's a the show doesn't run anymore. It's oh, Power really? Rangers. Yeah, it's Power Rangers Ninja Steel. Okay, so there's a character uh, <laughs> Levi Weston who is which gr- uh, green? Or? He's a Gold Ranger. Gold Ranger. I knew it started with a G. He's a Gold Ranger, and his name is Levi Weston. And so, like every now and then, when Shane would be talking to Emmett on the phone, he'd be like, "I'm talking to Levi." And he'd be like, "Oh, Levi Weston," and he's like, "Yep, that's right." So I became <laughs> like this weird, like Santa Claus type figure, where <laughs> it's like not technically real, but he was on the phone with me or like talking to me while he's talking to him. It's pretty funny. Um, he used to get super excited about it. Yeah. Like that's, that's the closest to being famous I've ever been. Well, <laughs> not true. I used to, um, kind of random, but, uh, I used to wear legit, uh, licensed cartoon mascots. Um, when I was younger, my, uh, mom worked at this cable company and in my hometown, we did this thing called kids explore, which was like, a, it was like an expo for all the businesses around town. Yeah, and they brought booths that had like games and shit for kids to do to get. Basically, it's like advertisement for these companies. But um, the cable company would be advertising, and the, one of their polls was they could get licensed mascots from these Cartoon Networks. Yeah, like, like the Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon. Um, and so I got to be Arnold from Hey Arnold, SpongeBob, uh, Scooby Doo. And Jimmy Neutron, um, I can't remember who else, but yeah, that was like, I got to be in the costume and like got to go up on the stage and like do the Macarena or like whatever. <laughs> and like, just kind of walk around this cause it's in a hockey arena, little hockey yeah. arena. And I'd like just walk around and try to get people to come to the, to the booth for the, for their company. And it was pretty fun. <laughs> and of course I was doing it like, you know, fifth grade, sixth grade. And so like, <laughs> um, like. I remember I was Scooby Doo was the last one I did, and so I was the oldest when I did Scooby Doo. Yeah, and all these chicks were coming over and giving me big hugs and shit. I was like, "Yeah, yeah. take <laughs> your this baby him. home. You're Let's petting go. in the wrong place." Ayo. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a, such a random thing that I did that I like. It's kind of like weird to think about. Like it's such an obscure thing for a child to do, but it was fun. It's hot as fuck though, because it was always in the summer when we did it. Oh. Yeah, and so, like, granted, we're in, like, an air-conditioned building, but still, like, I'm in a full suit. The hottest one was, for sure, the SpongeBob one, um, because it was, like, this box. It was just, like, a fucking box that you slid into, and then there was cranks for the arms. Oh, shit. And there was supposed to be a fan, but the fan just didn't work for whatever reason. So, (laughs) it's, like, basically just a locker that I was in, (laughs) and just, like, (sighs) so... And it was awkward, <laughs> like, I couldn't really move that well around stuff. Like, I had to stay on the main floor because, you know, there's a big box, like, around me. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nostalgia moment. Yeah, there it's, you go. It's the nostalgia minute with Levi. Um. <laughs> all right, so, are you ready for today's, uh, this week's awesome? I, are you trying to make me cry like all episode long again, or what? um, no, okay, no. Uh, well, then, yeah, I'm as ready as I'm ever going to be. Then, all right, cool. So, 
you know how people have been complaining about the vaccine and one of their main issues is they rushed it. It's not FDA approved. Yes. So I, I don't want to take it. Well, Pfizer has been granted full FDA approval. So get ready for the goalpost moving um, <laughs> and whatever else people are going to be like, nope, fuck it, still don't want it. So I didn't even get the Pfizer. I got the Moderna. But the Pfizer is one that people are like, I don't know if I want that one. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how people handle this. Like like I said, there's going to be a lot of goalposts moving. Um, and I couldn't find anything on how close the Moderna one is to getting FDA approval. But I'm assuming because I feel like Pfizer was the first to get emergency approval. Or maybe Johnson & Johnson was. But that one's had a lot of issues. So they're kind of like, meh. Um, but yeah, so, so that's what's going on there. Um, in related news... Fox News. Um, as you might be aware, Fox News is one of the bigger people who have been uh, talking mad shit on uh, businesses and other things, kind of like either mandating or um, asking people to disclose their vaccination status. And a lot of Fox News pundits are like, hey, man, they don't need to know. It's not your business, which is true. But Fox News uh, came out and said that they mand they're mandating that employees vote <laughs> disclose their vaccination status. <laughs> so, uh, so that's kind of funny. Uh, the Fox News media chief Suzanne Scott said that the company has asked all employees, whether on on site as part of our essential workforce or working remotely, to upload their vaccination status uh, no later than well, it was the seventeenth. Um, so. So that's a little funny because it's like a little hypocritical, you know, like they're just they're like do as I say, not as I do kind of thing. You know what I mean? Oh, shit. So, yeah, that's uh, that's what Fox News is doing. Um, like, so it's kind of funny because like people are looking at their like differences between what their internal policies are versus what their, you know, spokespeople are putting out. And I find that entertaining. Yeah, it is weird that a, that somebody who's been in the forefront of like like really leading that like new like right hand charge of how the vaccine can't be trusted, even though those are the same people who were like screaming once we get vaccinated the country go back to normal. But those same people now are like, I'm not getting vaccinated. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was gonna say I have a friend. I'm, we're not even really friends anymore. Well, I have a, I have a <laughs> Facebook friend. Uh, okay. in high school, he he was like one of the, like the most chill laid back people ever, and now this dude is like constantly posting just like crazy shit. Like he recently just posted like two days ago, he's like, "All you people who got the vaccine, you know, uh, all the lab rats that it was tested on died immediately. So you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna die in the next within the next year. You're all gonna be dead. So enjoy your enjoy your gene therapy." I was like, "What are you like? What yeah. are you doing?" What happened? Yeah, Who hurt you? That's one of those things that uh, people keep like going to is like, I've talked to people at work and shit, and they're like, yeah, you know, fucking non-vaccinated people's uh, sperm is going to be worth a lot of money. It's like, how? Like, what? <laughs> how does that even make sense? Like, I don't understand it. Like, it's just so so dumb. And and the funniest part about it is, um. Last year, before Biden got elected, they were like, oh, yeah, 
you know, this Trump administration, they're doing their best to pump out this vaccine as quick as can. Trump claimed credit for the vaccines coming out because they were, they weren't, um, being like distributed yeah. by, um, before he, um, lost, but they were in like their final trials before, you know, her human trials, they were in their final stage of human trials while he was still in office. Mm-hmm. And so that was like, uh, you know, everybody's like, oh yeah, fucking Trump, he's got this vaccine coming out. And then the second he lost it, like fucking not taking that goddamn liberal vaccine. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> so that's my new thing at work is I'll just be like, like if somebody decides they want to give me shit for whatever reason about it, I'll just be like, well, you know, I just, Trump took credit for it. So I was like, well, I got to take it. You know, if, if it's got his fucking stamp of approval on it. I'm taking it. There's even people going as far as to say, like, Trump didn't actually get a vaccine. He got a saline shot, <laughs> which is hilarious. Um, Like, I, I just don't understand where the, uh, where their logic is coming from. Like, what purpose does that serve? Like, he got a saline shot for a while to... To to make the liberals think that he got it, okay. To, and who does that benefit? He's trying. Obviously, he's trying to trick the liberals into getting the vaccine so they'd all be dead in a year. And if there are no liberals, why, then they're only. Here's my question. Yeah, you know, why would the liberals get it if Trump got it? <laughs> like they're not going. Okay, Trump got it. I'm getting it now. <laughs> so doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> So so now that it's now that it's mandatory, you know, per the or now that the FDA has approved it, because of that, like it's gonna I guarantee there's gonna be an email sent out tomorrow saying that it's like oh, mandatory yeah. like in the in the military. And probably in our yeah. office of twenty, I think there's two guys that don't have it, and that's it. Yeah. And there's I've seen a lot of talk of people like who's gonna like I'm a part of this first class group on Facebook, uh and there's a bunch of people on there like, well, once it becomes mandatory, who's gonna fuck? Who's getting out? And we've seen the we've seen the thing about it being about it being like FDA approved, and so it's 100 percent gonna be mandatory now. And those same two yeah. guys are like, well, I'll just get out. You're gonna you're gonna end your fucking, 15, 18 year yeah. long career over a fucking you're shot. So close to the fucking goal, and you can't just play the game for a couple more years. over a shot. Like, yeah, get the fuck out. One of the guys pulled out some fucking article from some crazy right-wing doctor who was like, the vaccine, I know the guy who made the vaccine, and he says that it doesn't work, and if you didn't, and if you didn't die in the first 90 days, that you'll be dead within four years. And it's like, that is insane. That's insanity. Yeah. Like, that's not true. Like, there's... Uh, there's a there's there's blind studies. There's a there's a bunch of shit you can read that support the fact that yeah. the vaccine does work. Just like we've talked on the show yeah. a bunch of times, you get the flu yeah. vaccine every year, and you can still get the flu. Yeah, like yeah. I I don't understand this disconnect. There's people here's here's a bunch of scientific things that I've noticed that people don't understand. Number one, if you have COVID, you are not a hundred percent saturated with COVID. Not every single cell in your breath has covid in mm-hmm. it 
That just means it is in your system. There could be trace amounts. There could be more amounts. But you're not going to every single droplet of breath that you breathe out has COVID. And this is the thing that people are getting confused when they talk about masks. They're like, oh, well, fucking air is escaping. It's not 100% effective. Not every fucking piece of your air has COVID in it. Okay? You got to realize. Like, I don't know if you ever watched this in school. But when um, when I was in school... We had this, uh, it was like a germ video, a shitty, shitty animated germ video. Yeah. It was about the cold spreading and it was like this lime green fucking shit. And this person would like touch a doorknob and then it would spread. And I think these people just like, were like, that's how it works. Like if they showed us that in school, <laughs> every time you touch anything, all of the stuff from you that's left on that object is now saturated with whatever you're sick mm-hmm. with. And I just don't understand. So so there's that. There's the vaccine where you can't get it. It's not a fucking a disease like uh, like a polio vaccine. Mm-hmm. It's not something like that. It's, it's literally just to fight an infection that you may get. Like it's to train your body to help fight something. Yep. That's all it is. That's all vaccines for seasonal and those kind of things like are. And then the fact that you could still, yeah, you could still get it. And the only reason that they say get the vaccine for um, transmission is, like I said before, um, a couple episodes back, they just want you to be able to, like, your body to be able to kill it quicker. Mm-hmm. So if you get the vaccine, that's what it's doing. It's not going, oh, COVID comes in and just, like, it's like those fucking, uh, birds and signs where they fly into the visible spaceship and they die. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how it works <laughs> it comes into your system and then your system fights it because it's been you know indoctrinated with the vaccine mm-hmm. and then it kills it quicker i don't know I did, apparently not many people paid attention in science class because i have zero science background and i remembered all of yeah. that kind of thing like <laughs> that's that that was like one of the memes that cracked me up uh when this all started they're like yeah who do i trust the guy who got kicked out of science class in eighth grade or the doctor that's been studying this for 40 years Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) and and not only the doctor the majority of doctors and medical professionals probably 98 99 percent worth and then you get the fringe ones and those are the they're like oh this one guy agrees with my points so all the other ones are okay Um, speaking of, you know, COVID stuff in relation to the pandemic, uh, Biden has called to let jobless benefits expire despite the Delta, the Delta surge coming yeah. up. Um, so, you know, the $300 extra in unemployment benefits, which basically was the thing that people were like, oh, so you can just get unemployment and make more money than me while I'm working. And they're mad about that because for some reason they thought that people were always going to be on unemployment and always make more money than people working (laughs) is ending by um, September 6th is the end date. Um, That's like right around the corner. mm -hmm. So. So my question is with them stopping the unemployment benefits, are they going to like make it to where people have to get the because I understand like I have sympathy for people who honestly who honestly could not work. And honestly, we're in a tight spot and, like, couldn't pay rent like that. But I think it's crazy to me that there are, like, even now, 
in a lot of places, you can be months and months behind in rent right now, and they cannot kick you out. Like yeah. that is insane to me. Like yeah. there's got, I get there, there's a there's got to be like a buffer period. All right, cool, you can get a job again. All right, well, guess what? Now you have to start paying more money back to, to get caught yeah. up, or they can kick you yeah, the fuck out. Yeah. Like obviously, there should be some kind of like work. Like well, they'll work with you to get their money. But like, if you're yeah. just like, no, all right, well, cool, find somewhere else to live. So this is only about the uh, unemployment payments, yeah, 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 not not anything um, related to that. I haven't seen anything related to that anyway. But um, I agree that that's going to be a challenge because a lot of places that rent are like cold, fucking blooded. Like I get it. You, well, and then also you got to take into account like the amount of shit bags that they probably re- have rented to that made them to that way. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, for them to just be like cold turkey. Oh, you owe us five thousand dollars now. What's I'm saying? Like there, there needs to be some kind of like payment plan. Like, all right, cool. For instance, your rent is five hundred dollars a month, but you're behind. Okay. Let's say five thousand to like seven fifty or something. yeah, like just boom. All right, yeah. cool. So in order to get you caught up, we're just gonna bump you up and rent a little bit to catch up what you owe. Once you're caught up, you're back to five hundred dollars yeah. a month. No yeah. harm, no foul. But if they're like, oh well, I'm not gonna pay that. Well, cool. You got fucking thirty days to figure your shit out, and then we're yeah. gonna come after you in court for the money you do owe, and you'll pay us eventually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, that would be problematic for a lot of people i imagine i imagine there's some um that were like like maybe some cooler landlords that are probably just like that forgiveness type deal yeah i mean so i get that but yeah, i think but that I, I, I that's not gonna be the majority yeah. so i don't know how they're gonna handle that but i think it should be up to like yeah if the company can handle doing that whatever like manages that i think that yeah. Whatever, but yeah, if there's like a property manager or whatever. It should be up to them to figure out some way forward. They shouldn't be able to just go pay us this money now or get out, but they there should yeah. be some kind of workaround. Like, all right. I'm sure there's probably stipulations in that in the in the verbiage of the whatever they put into effect that makes that uh you know, rental deferment kind of uh but I don't know what it is specifically. Yeah. Um yeah. So hopefully everybody gets it figured out. I can't like obviously it would look it's kind of like one of those things where it's like if you if you do decide to do that to people and like just be like, "Oh, you owe us this and we're not going to work with you at all." I feel like that's kind of like uh it's, it's like almost as crazy as like a uh, cup or country saying, "Oh, well we're not going to fucking we're just going to cold turkey not buy anything or sell anything to you whatever." Like that'll fuck everybody. Yeah, and the people that are getting kicked out are gonna go and like raise hell to um, the masses on the internet. So the cup, the people renting will look like look bad. Yeah, yeah. And so that it'll. I don't know. It's almost like mutual assured destruction a little bit. But yeah, no, it's intense. Um, so <laughs> Afghanistan. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know what you've been hearing i guess but a lot of the things i've been hearing are from people a lot of the people that i've been talking to have zero military background so that's that's pretty funny yeah when they're like oh my god (laughs) joseph biden he has messed up let me tell you um and then they tell me about all these 
all these war uh, machines that <laughs> the Taliban has taken from the ta- uh, from the Afghanistan army that we pretty much just left yeah. for the Afghanistan army. And they, sh- I got this one guy sent me videos of like these Taliban dudes walking around a Black Hawk, and there's like pictures of Humvees and stuff. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, but it's not like we really leave the best equipment behind like the the i looked at the video of the blackhawks they don't even look flyable honestly (laughs) like there's one that's got a big hole in the front of it um what i know about the humvees is they're a fucking pain in the ass to maintain they break down pretty often and if you don't have people who are trained and can order parts for them it's not going to be really uh (laughs) but who they're going to go back to their toyotas real yeah it's not it's not feasible yeah (laughs) And then that led led me to a, a random thought I had, which is, do you think that the United States military only takes the shittiest things to other countries because they know that because like like we're infamous as a country for leaving weapons and things behind when we leave. Yeah, um, it's more expensive to transport things back than it is to just get new yep. shit. Um, so why would we take all these old non you know armament equipped vehicles with us like why would we take all these old guns and shit like so do you think that we just we just get shitty things because we know we're just gonna leave them everywhere (laughs) (laughs) i think i think people are focused on the wrong thing the fact that we got all the americans out granted well not yet i mean well that's what i'm saying but we got we've got a bunch of people out and we're actively like whatever like fine they got some shitty fucking they yeah. got some shitty aircraft, and they got like a bunch of guns. Like I don't yeah. think that we're worried about that. And and my thing is, is like it seems like every presidency, no matter which side you're talking about, always finds the most stupid shit to just bitch about. Like, yeah. oh yeah, all this shit that they're blaming on Biden, like gas going up and shit like that. Like, how is that? Like the shit was already going up. Was yeah. it was already going to go up before he took office? Had Trump yeah. stayed in office somehow? The gas prices would still be just as fucking high. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you look at the trend for, like, a lot of things people are pointing to is lumber prices, gas prices, and corn, like, corn or agriculture, like, different different amounts of bushels prices. Um, you can see they're trending upward, and then obviously there's, like, a dip ski in 2020, a little bit, in some of the stuff, not everything, but... Like, I was like, well, you know, this is kind of like a bounce back a little bit on 2020 because I don't think, A, people were buying as much, and B, I don't think companies were, uh, not every company was producing as much. Yeah. And then one, one of my friends was like, well, you can see right here that it's going up in 2020. I was like, okay, so then that just means it's trending upward, so... So this isn't Biden's fault then. <laughs> like, if it's going upward, then it was already starting to go upward yeah. before he took. Like, so you just basically disproved your whole point. Yeah, and the and biased. the dip in twenty twenty wasn't because Trump was such a great president. It's because the goddamn country was shut down. <laughs> yeah, nobody was doing anything. M- most countries were not yeah. doing anything. So, um, 
And gas... Back to the... Oh, sorry. I was going to say gas shot up so fucking much because if any, if you fucking remember, they stopped making oil because we we weren't using gas. Yeah. So... Yeah, they cut it down to like 10% or 50% or something that the, of what they were yeah. making. So now that, it's, now that there's a super high demand because the entire fucking world is back to working and driving and whatever else, guess what? Yeah. They got to make more. To make more, they got to yeah. cost... It costs more money. Supply yeah. and demand. Come on. Um... <laughs> People like to point at this this Keystone pipeline that Biden put the kibosh on. I was like, that's a, first of all, that was it wasn't even functioning. <laughs> like they were building it, they built part of it, like a little bit of it, but it wasn't like functioning, moving shit. Yeah. They're like, well, uh, yeah, well, the the companies that were building it are now like they're they're out so much money. I was like, well, maybe they could take money from all the government subsidies that they've been getting for the last fucking five. Uh, well, 50 years probably. Like, you're telling me none of that money that they get from the government can go to cover their loss on that? Fuck them. Like, I <laughs> have no sympathy for oil companies. <laughs> like, they make so much money off of the government before they even, like, get paid for what we, per- like, purchase in oil, crude oil, gas, all that stuff. Like, after it gets refined and everything. Like, they make way more money than people think they do and it's not just from three dollars a gallon like it's it's from other shit because let's um, just say that the, that pipeline was going to be done in 10 years right because that's if it, yeah. they got to build the whole thing first before they fucking start using it then they got to test it so let's just say let's yeah. just say 10 years on a on a positive side because i highly doubt it would i think it would have taken longer probably yeah um that still wouldn't have saved the gas prices right now or for the next fucking yeah. 10 years like Think about it. If you're driving on the highway and they're doing highway construction, how long does fucking fixing the highway take? Fucking five or six goddamn years, at least. So yeah, that pipeline would not have fixed anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, people people <laughs> just like to bitch. This um, so this Afghanistan thing reminds me of um, when we got Bin Laden. Yeah. Um, there's this. This really lovely clip from The Daily Show that I watch fairly often, um, and this was still when Jon Stewart was hosting, and he talks about cognitive dissonance, which is two contradictory ideas in your head, and that's like a large part of the reason why you can't argue with people um, who are so entrenched in one side or the other. Like, they don't have the ability to rationalize two different thoughts, Mm -hmm. so they're uh, but one of the examples he talks about is um, the Republican response to Obama killing or having killed one of the, uh, you know, the biggest enemies of the United States at the time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so, like, there's a bunch of political pundits who are talking about, oh, well, he said he wasn't going to brag, but here he is doing this this tour where he's talking about we got him and like there's another guy who's like i don't think it was that hard of a call like basically just negging the effort to kill bin laden they're like oh you killed him but you bragged about it so it doesn't count mm-hmm. yeah yeah downplaying it <laughs> so and that, that's like i think about that a lot when i'm reading a lot of these stories with afghanistan like number one uh old Daddy Donald, he's the one who signed a peace treaty with the Taliban and was saying that we would have a uh, removal of troops by 2021 or like in 2021. That was his plan. 
the people who are heads of military, like different military groups, they don't change every election cycle. Yeah. So <laughs> that plan was still in effect when he made this, when Biden took office. That plan is still the one that was planned back then. Yeah. It's not like the only things that have changed are dates and and people's understanding of how things work. Um, so it's pretty funny. Like, oh, fucking, well, you shouldn't have withdrawn them that way. Well, how would you have done it, Mr. fucking political strategist oh i will <laughs> i would have done it slowly oh you mean like removing uh almost fucking eight thousand of them over the past year oh okay so we were doing that you just don't like the fact that we didn't do it slow enough or should we start it earlier before trump signed the thing or like how do you want us to do it oh we did start when he signed the thing okay so <laughs> he's never fucking happy <laughs> One of the things that uh, about this whole deal that I did find uh, shitty was the a the the Afghanistan military was pretty much abandoned by their leadership. Oh yeah, their president fucking fled uh, to Dubai with 169 million dollars in cash, reportedly. Um, yeah, so um, there was some people who had uh, claimed to witness four cars and a helicopter. That were basically loaded with cash. And there's a bunch of cash left on the tarmac from the helicopter that he took off. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know if that's 100% true. It hasn't been, like, verified. Obviously, how are you going to verify that, though? You're going to ask him? No, I didn't do it. Oh, okay, cool. (laughs) So so there's some skepticism whether or not, you know, this guy really gave two fucks. The Afghanistan military... Obviously hasn't been putting much of a fight up against ta- the Taliban, largely in part because they were they felt that like they were abandoned. They weren't really like reportedly weren't getting uh, resources that they needed ahead of time from their government. Yeah. Like they were talking like food rations, emergency supplies, all that stuff that they put in, like said, hey, we're going to need this shit. Didn't get it. So then when the, the time finally came, homeboy fucking flew the coop. They're like. Well, what the fuck? Why Why would we risk our lives if he's not even willing to fucking lead us or some of their top military people weren't willing to do the things? Like, what the fuck? What are they going to kill them, like, get themselves killed for? Yeah. You know? And I get it. Like, it's it's a shitty spot. And for people to be like, oh, well, you know, we should have fucking done. Like, we still have, we still have people who are, like, actively securing transportation for people from the Kabul airbase. Like there's still uh military US military members there making sure Taliban has said, hey, we're gonna let you guys get your people out of here. Cause they don't want us fucking there anymore. <laughs> what purpose does it serve for them to risk us coming back in? Cause if they fuck up this transfer of people and we just come back in. That's not going to be fun for them. Yeah. Like they don't want that. So, you know, it it's, goes back to that mutually assured destruction kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, there's one other thing I wanted to talk about. Okay. Oh, fucking <laughs> <laughs> the story cracks me up. Okay, so, um, a village in Britain is on the hunt for a vandal who's been pouring beans on people's front doors and cars. 
<laughs> so it's a very small village yeah. um and in a rural area right and so they kind of enlist people uh like citizens to do foot patrols and stuff yeah. and uh and i guess they got a report of uh beans being thrown at people's front doors dumped on cars uh, just cans of beans laying all over the place uh <laughs> so there's a post from the uh from from their Facebook page and says, Good afternoon, Waverly. Local officers have received reports of incidents in Wanerish uh, where beans and other food have been poured onto residents' front doors and cars overnight. The victims are understandably distressed <laughs> by this unacceptable behavior. <laughs> <laughs> if something similar has happened to you or anything, uh, or you know anything that could assist in un- uh, identifying the person responsible, let us know. And there's just a bunch of pictures of like cars covered in beans, beans being like thrown out of front. <laughs> it's such, it's like the most like nondescript, like non victim impacted like crime you can yeah. do. Like you just wash your car. It, it's okay. it just seems like a bunch of teenagers. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but the fact that the, it ha- was happening enough to where they had to like post on their social media to be like, hey, fucking watch out for the bean guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's like uh, so uh, i had like just joined and uh i was on nights uh here in virginia and somebody gave me a grease pencil for whatever reason and i don't know i was a i was a dumb airman i wasn't like i was just like not paying attention and what you'll notice i mean you've noticed it too probably in the military people like to draw dicks for no reason so i had a grease dicks i had a grease pencil and i drew like a small dick right above the fucking hide gauges on the wheel wells <laughs> but I drew it on like fucking eight or nine aircraft because we were just outside oh and they God. were like no one knew yeah. what the fuck I was doing <laughs> I drew it on like eight or nine different jets and like the first day the like chief at the maintenance meeting like laughed about it and then like by the yeah. third day because they were still finding him yeah. they were fucking hot about it like stop drawing yeah. fucking dicks I, not, like they're telling us that I didn't tell anybody in the shop that I did it but like they're telling us this a pass down they're like stop whoever's doing it you know if you know who's doing it tell them to stop and, like, in my head, I'm just like, I did this shit one night fucking, like, five yeah, days ago. It's not <laughs> continuously. It just happened one time. That's hilarious. Oh, man. <laughs> and it. plus it was just grease pencils, so literally you just wipe it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, if you see it, just go, and then. It's right. like it never happened. Yeah. It wasn't like I was out there carving them in with a knife. Yeah. That'd be shitty. Or like, doing stickers. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, zapping. Some, yeah. Uh, Man, yeah. It reminds me of the story. There was a guy going around and putting like Vaseline on his butt and pressing it against storefront <laughs> windows. Yeah, I don't remember where it was from, but <laughs> which is hilarious. Like on storefront windows, I think he was doing on windshield of cars too, <laughs> like the butt print bandit or something. But print bandit. Oh. <laughs> In Nebraska, funny. <laughs> <laughs> butt bandit gets 13 months in jail. Greasy imprints of his butt <laughs> on storefronts and cars. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. I'm changing my gamer tag right now. As soon as we get done with the show, I'm changing it to, to the butt print bandit. <laughs> Man. Oh, this guy was 35 when he got caught, too. Oof. Well, that sucks. Eight misdemeanor counts of public indecency and disturbing the peace. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, man. That's all I got today. So. Yeah. Well, on a better note, if you love Mountain Dew, since we talked about it last week, I found some other cool, interesting Mountain Dew stories. Mountain Dew's making moves. Uh, <laughs> big, big moves. moves. All right. Uh, if you love Mountain Dew and you love Applebee's, um, right now... It's like a very slim <laughs> Right now, Mountain Dew is ex- has an exclusive flavor only at Applebee's, and it's called Mountain Dew Dark Berry Bash. And it's just mm. it's just a blue raspberry drink, essentially a blue ba- oh. blue raspberry Mountain Dew. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, in other Mountain Dew related news, I guess I didn't know about this, but I guess a couple months back, or like during 2020, Mountain Dew had released Mountain Dew uh, Cake Bash. Oh. Um, and a lot of people, I guess people who did have it said it was good, but then they stopped making it. Oh. Um. Well, what the fuck? if you're one of those people who was like, "Oh man, I, uh, I really wanted this," then apparently you can enter into a sweepstakes. It's called the Do Do Over Sweepstakes. And you just go to Mountain <laughs> Dew on Twitter, and you follow them, and you'll be entered in to win, or you hashtag sweepstakes, and you'll be entered to win two cans of Mountain Dew Cake Smash, and three lucky people. Will also win a do-over party fund of a thousand dollars, which, Wait, so, if we're being honest, I'd rather have a thousand dollars than two cans yeah, of Mountain Dew. <laughs> two can—is it two cans or two cases? It says two cans. Well, that's fucking lame. Yeah, they must be collector's items, I guess. But... Well, they were limited edition. They didn't run them. They like ran them for a short period of time, and then oh, you could probably sell those on eBay though. Oh, I bet. I bet. I bet you can go right now on eBay, and uh, yeah, right. Like, what's it called? Mountain Dew Cake Bash? Or Cake Smash. Cake Smash, my bad. Um, well, right now, they're not going for that much, but... <laughs> <laughs> you got 30 bucks, you could get some. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. fourteen ninety eight. this guy's got one unopened. <laughs> anyway, continue. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's it for my Mountain Dew news. <laughs> I hope Mountain Dew keeps doing stuff so we can just have a Mountain Dew news segment. Like, <laughs> every week? Every week. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Here's what's going on Mountain Dew today. <laughs> um, in other maybe depressing news, if you're into this kind of stuff, uh, if you pay for your porn, then oh. then you're probably, you know, upset. But uh, OnlyFans, <laughs> OnlyFans <laughs> is, is moving to, let's see what, starting on October 1st, um, they're gonna stop. They're gonna ban sexually explicit content. So, if your next door neighbor who has an OnlyFans and you're like, "Dude, I like seeing her naked," well, it's going away. Well, you'll still be able to see her naked. You just want people to see her getting railed out by her gigantic boyfriend. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. no, I got you right here. Actual or simulated yeah. sexual intercourse. Yeah, yeah. No, no oral. <laughs> Dang. No, yeah. no masturbation. So just straight up Playboy style pictures. Nudes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you. Can't even go in the hustler go, fucking ranch. Go back like, to uh, Pornhub. Yep. <laughs> I get what they're doing, but, like, at the same time, you you literally just shit on the entire base that made your website what it is. Like, it's so weird. It's like Tumblr. Like, when Tumblr did that uh, great exodus of sexual content. Oh, dude. But Tumblr, Tumblr went hard, and they were like, any tits, gone. Yeah. Like, the, that... OnlyFans is like, well, we'll let you keep it, keep boobs and stuff, but for now, I guess, like, 
who knows they could they could change it later and be like nope no tits well i had read another article and i can't find it now that it had something to do with the people that that accepts like something to do with like their payment stuff like the way they accept yeah. money and those companies yeah. were having an issue so essentially like it sounds like like almost like their board of directors even though that's probably not how OnlyFans runs yeah uh were, they were the ones having an issue with how crazy their site was and so OnlyFans was like back like gearing down away from that because of it to keep the cash flow yeah. in cuz i guarantee there's still going to be plenty of people especially oh, yeah. famous people like, who do it like yeah you can you can literally do anything on OnlyFans i was having this uh thought the other day if you're a whether you be an influencer or a uh, actress or something of that nature, and you're like, man, so many people want to see me naked. Here's what I think the perfect fucking plan is. You get in like just crazy, 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 your ideal, like what you think your perfect like look is. Right, right. right. And then just get a bunch of fucking pictures taken and you don't release them. And you have them in, like, a vault. And you, like, here's what you do. You kind of, like, build the anticipation, anticipation. And get people, like, oh, shit. And then by the time you reach to where you're not in that kind of, like, not shape, but, like, you're not, you're not at the uh, peak of what people were, like, oh, shit. This, like, 2014 Megan Fox. Well, Megan Fox anytime. But, you know what I mean? Like, they're, like, that's the one. Yeah. And then and then you go you built enough like anticipation and then you're like bam for only two hundred dollars you can have all of the pictures I've ever taken and and you make it like like OnlyFans which I don't think you could like the only way you could get pictures off of OnlyFans is like screenshotting them and stuff I think like I think they have the same thing that um, Instagram and several other things where you can't like save the pictures oh yeah I think. I think you have to do something. Hell, like even that, like, even some sites won't let you screenshot stuff. Like, yeah, a lot of like um, photography like websites. Like, there's a couple wildlife photographers that I follow on Instagram, and like I'll go to their their pages because I'm like, oh, that looks like a cool picture. Maybe I want to like draw it or something, and I can't like save it. I'm like, oh, fuck, this is just a wolf, dude. Like, you're you're not cool. <laughs> let me fucking have it. <laughs> Alright, uh, and then finally, to round out the show, something you've all been waiting for, Billboard Top 200, <laughs> but only the top 10. Actually, yeah, fuck it. Alright, number one, <laughs> Happier Than Ever, Billy Eyelash. Billy Eyelash. Uh, number two, Sour, by Olivia Rodrigo. She's fucking holding steady right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number three, King's Disease 2, by Nas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, about. Number four, "Fuck Love" by the Kid Leroy. Number five, "Planet Her" by Doja Cat. She's still up there too. She's been holding in the yeah. top five. So is Kid Leroy. Yeah. Uh, number six, "Dangerous" the double album. <laughs> Morgan Wallen. Uh, <laughs> He's still fucking hanging in there too. Uh, I'm not sure what this means. Uh, but number seven, "All Things Must Pass" by George Harrison. But it says re-enter, so I'm not sure if like he came. If he came from like not in the two hundred, oh yeah, that's weird. yeah, it says something. Weird. He's super dead. So oh well, there you go. Um, Must be a re-release. Oh or okay, probably that. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, number eight, the voice of the heroes, little baby and little Dirk. Number nine, future nostalgia by Dua Lipa, and then number ten, Hall of Fame Polo G, 
And I have yeah. no clue. Oh, wait. There it is. Number 16. A Gangsta's Pain. Hey. Moneybag Yo. <laughs> Moneybag Yo. Hey, hey, hey baby. Um, speaking of top 10 music things, uh, I finished Dave last night. Um, I'm kind of emotional, so, though, honestly, if, I, if I'm being realistic. That second, I didn't like the second season as much as the first season. But that last, but the season finale of season two, I was like, "Damn, all right." Nope. Yeah, was, the last couple episodes were pretty, pretty fucking good. The smooth Dave one freaked me out, but yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Yo, you look terrible without hair." Oh yeah, that is fucking frightening. <laughs> <laughs> he's so fun, dude. Like, I imagine he's probably super cool to hang out with because, like, that's that right there. That was crazy. Yeah, that was wild. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, "Holy shit, what's happening?" Dude, that song he wrote about her, about his ex, <sighs> dude, right? And then he kept playing it off like it wasn't, like yeah. it was, like yo, dude, come on, yeah, yeah, like it wasn't torturing him from the inside. yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, "Okay," well, and then like, um, so he's got that song Molly, right? But um, which is. Like this is like the fictional version of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So but at the same time, like it's a completely different song. And so I was like, Bitch, you better release that shit. <laughs> Make myself sad. I wonder if he's gonna do that eventually, like go through and like release those songs that he that he has done on the show just because. Yeah. yeah. Like a like a like not? a Dave the show like Dave the series soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I saw a video the other day, uh, or last night, I guess. Um, this guy had meshed the scenes because that—that's the piano from that song mm-hmm. is the same piano from the song when he was fucking around with his girlfriend, like with, with auto tune. Yeah, in the first season, like that's that same chord progression. Oh fuck! Yeah, so they had meshed those scenes together. They like sandwiched it in a weird, cool way. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you the link. Okay. Um, but it, but yeah, I was like, oh shit! Like they could fucking release this, and it was like I would be like, <laughs> oh man, um, tell people about our friends. Oh yeah, if you like us, you should check out Kicking with the Kellys, uh, the Remedy Room, No New Friends podcast, and then of course Dutch and Denver podcast. Yep, that's all of our um, friends. I should really start putting this at the front of the episode so people hear it first, but. <laughs> Don't forget to review us on iTunes, uh, like and subscribe on the on the YouTubes. Um, kicking out, you know, the weekly videos. Leave comments and stuff. Kill the algorithm. Put us in the in the faces of people. Because if you don't want to share us with your friends, then maybe you want to share us with strangers. I don't. You That's know, better. Whatever yeah. you're into. Once again, follow the link tree uh, in our description, and then uh, that's pretty much it. Right? Yeah, that's it. Hell yeah, alright. Peace out, bitches, and suck less tomorrow. <laughs> Tip your bartender.